Hello friends, God bless you. You're welcome to a word of victory today and we're deeply honoured and uh, thankful today to have our pastor Breda line with us and I believe that the Lord will give Breda a word in season and you know, praise God, I believe that uh, I personally anyway am so thankful to Breda and to you know our late pastor Joe like because none of well, I certainly wouldn't be here without them and without their faithfulness to the gospel. Um, praise God. And, you know, it's a special day as well, tomorrow. <laughs> well, well, we're recording this on Saturday, but Sunday is Pastor Breda's birthday. So I believe the Lord, you know, uh, there's times of visitation with him. <laughs> and I believe that he does visit with us, uh, you know, on our birthdays and things like that, where he, I believe that we'll have a, an open portal today. Uh, just as Jacob saw, and you know, I've been thinking about that scripture um, back in Genesis when Jacob had the dream. Um, he was he was running away from his twin brother Esau because he had, uh, you know, taken his blessing, and um, he lay down and slept, and he put his head on a stone, and as he was sleeping, he saw a vision of the angels. Um, coming up and down a staircase from heaven there was like an open portal and the Lord showed Jacob in the spirit how things are happening and you know I just believe that that we'll have that same open portal here today as we hear from Pastor Breda and uh, just talk about the word of God you know fellowship together and so I ask you friend to join with us and we just agree right now Holy Spirit we welcome you here and we thank you for your anointing that destroys every yoke and I thank you for the anointing that's on Pastor Breda's life as well I call forth that anointing today for preaching the gospel and for uh, standing on your word Father and that you always confirm your word with signs following in Jesus name and we just honor you we lift up your name today Jesus we praise you and we thank you Lord we thank you for being our redeemer for being our savior for being our friend Lord we praise you in the name of Jesus amen hallelujah so have you you have something opened have you got a, a, a scripture or a word for us I have a word yes um, it's in 1st John 5 19 and 20 mm-hmm. um, we know that we are of God and that the whole world lies in the power of the evil one We know that the Son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know him who is true and we are in him who is true, in his Son, Jesus Christ. Little children, guard yourselves from idols. First John five nineteen and twenty. Amen. And I believe that is a word for today, especially in the times that we're living in. Uh, Being locked down, no fellowship, no church. And I think we have to really stand in agreement for the opening of the churches. Very soon, Easter Sunday, in Jesus' name. Amen. We agree for that. Amen. Yes, Praise Lord. Praise God. And thank you for touching the ground Amen. And, and, yes, Lord. and letting them, let their eyes be opened, Praise Father, God. that they would see the need that people have. Because, like, as you say, Breed, people are locked into their homes. Yes. They're tormented because they're they're meeting nobody. Yes. Or, you know, they're they're being very restricted. Yes. And, like, it is hurtful for people. And, and the Word of God is a light. It is. It, it is. It is what brings us joy. It is, yeah. And, uh, what I, and I was in Jeremiah 2.13, it says, My people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. To hew for themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. 
Our Father is jealous for our attention. He knows that when we identify ourselves to what we own or what others say, say or think, we'll be tragically disappointed. Material things, prestigious careers, others' affirmations never satisfy the longings of our heart. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that today, that there are so many people out there, I suppose, I believe in this country anyway, that things aren't... What would I say? That they need the Lord. People, they don't mm-hmm. need the Lord. Mm-hmm. That things are just okay for them. They can get along without yeah. God. And that is a mistake. Amen. Because yeah. nobody today out there in that world, with what's happening around us, with that COVID and every evil that can be known, mm-hmm. no one can get along without the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you were saying that earlier, actually, just that, like... Sorry, I just moved the chair. That people are quite, maybe the population in general, are quite complacent because they have enough food, they have yes. enough, you know, uh, whatever they need, and there's no great need. And, like, just to go back even to yourself and Pastor Joe all that time ago, like, you know, you were in de- desperate circumstances. We were, we were in the very start there, back in the 80s, actually. Things weren't great for us. We had lost everything. We'd lost our home. I think I've gone through that before. Mm-hmm. Lost our child. Lost the business. We just lived on from day to day, struggling. And then a friend of Joe's called and asked him to come to a meeting, which at the time he wasn't able to go, but eventually he got down there and he heard good news that night and his back was healed. And that was our turning point. Mm-hmm. We saw that there was something more than what we were involved in, mm-hmm. more than religion. We had never acknowledged God. It was always religion. Do this, do that. Yeah, and it brought us no fulfillment in our life. Yeah. So by religion, you, you mean like a ritual? A ritual, a ritual, yes. Yeah. Uh, but no relationship? No relationship with God. Mm-hmm. There was plenty of <laughs> saints, I suppose, and you, you named them, but... We had no relation with God. We didn't mm-hmm. even know him. Mm-hmm. We didn't We didn't even... He was somewhere way up there. We didn't yeah. know him. And so, like, it was, I suppose, as you became introduced to the word of God and saw his power being demonstrated, yes. that there was a turning point in your lives. Definitely. Like, we were, as I was, I don't know about everybody else, but as I was growing up, we were told not to read the Bible. We were told it was for... Outsiders, not to read, not if we read it. And then you see the Bible was a, two wor- a p- taboo word, mm-hmm. I suppose, when we heard it. Yeah. And you see why? Because we were going to find the truth in it. Yeah. And like I Joe mean, used to quote so often that scripture in Hosea 4 6. Hosea 4 6, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was, we were destroyed. Mm-hmm. We had absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And the Lord. He heard good news that first meeting, yeah. and he couldn't wait for the next meeting. And that was in 1984. And really, we have progressed from there mm-hmm. on, because he got a hold of the Bible. He read it for himself. There was nobody at the time to teach him. Yeah. Uh, the Lord himself taught Joe the Bible. Yeah. Everything in it about healing and everything that was necessary for life today, he got it. And so, like, we were just saying there earlier on that you now even 
when you talk to people on the phone and things like that, or when you talk to people in person, you'll always refer to the word of God, the scripture, because that's, I mean, what, that's yeah. what changes people's yeah. lives. It's, it's the word of God. It's yeah. not any great, you know, yeah. we're not some great teachers or educated people. No. You know, that's something that the people in the Bible commented about Jesus' apostles, that they saw they were uneducated yes. men, but yes. that they had been with Jesus. Yes. And they saw the power. Ordinary, ordinary working men. Yeah. Fishermen. Carpenters. Mm-hmm. You name it. They weren't fellas with big... Yeah, intellectual yeah, yeah. Yeah. things. Praise God. Yeah. Um, Praise God. I put you off now there. Yeah. I, of course, I interrupted you. Your train of thought. But, like, when you minister to people, you minister the oh, word yes. of God. Yes, them. I do, yeah. Now there are people ring me for scriptures. And I share with them. And I give them nothing unless it's in the Word. Mm-hmm. And I get them to open their Bibles. Most of them have Bibles. And I get them to open their Bible. And if I quote a scripture to them, they ask me to read it mm-hmm. for, for them. And then they get revelation themselves, yeah. Yeah. which is praise God. So like that's what you're saying is the same way that you and Pastor Joe had to find the Word of God for yourselves because you were desperate. Yes, yes. And like that... People can be looking for healing or they can be looking for, you know, restoration of relationships or whatever the situation they're facing, maybe their business or their job. But like unless they go into the word of God for themselves and talk to the Lord, it's relationship. You show me father and and you obey him and and he speaks to you from his word. Yeah. You know, it's not some magical power. No, no, no. Back then in the 84, when Joe, she got a Bible from somebody and he constantly looked into that Bible for answers for himself. Mm-hmm. There was nobody back there then mm-hmm. that would uh, teach him the, the yeah. word of God. Yeah. And it was the Lord did it. The yeah. Holy Spirit did it for him. Mm-hmm. Gave him everything that was to be done pertaining to life. He got it out of that word. Mm-hmm. And like... It's there's a scripture there in Romans and it says it's the goodness of God that leads to repentance. And like, as you said earlier on, you had plenty of religion, you know, and you were you were faithful people to to religion and and ritual. But you had no relationship with God. And so it was when you saw the goodness of God that that you, you were able to those other things fell off you like and. As you were saying there, like maybe it is how that a lot of people are very comfortable these days and, and they have no need. No need, yeah. You know, and, and so... There was plenty need. Yeah. We but I often think like, you know, in, in countries like where we've seen massive natural disasters, as they call them, um, where there's one day, you know, people driving around in in cars and going to work and everything, you know, and the next day there's some kind of... Uh, I don't know, volcano or earthquake or some kind of war breaks out. And the next day, those very people who may have been yesterday, you know, driving a supercar or Porsche or something like that, you know, and and living in a really fine house, you know, 24 hours later, those very people could be struggling, trying to find water to drink, you know, and like... It's a horrible place to be in. We were just saying there, you'd never want anybody to fall that low to never, that place, you know, never. where you were. Never, but you see, I suppose we were ignorant of the word of God. We know nothing. And 
when we got the word of God then, it was just like, it's hard to describe it. It was just heaven. Yeah. An answer heaven. from God. An answer from God. Yeah. Because we could see no way out. Mm-hmm. We had five children. We were trying to send them to school and very, very little. And really, the Lord delivered us once we stood on his word. Yeah. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Stood in the word, Joe got the scriptures, he stood in them. And praise God. That's. Yeah. You're still doing it today. We're still doing it today, yeah. Yeah. Because it is, you have to Mm -hmm. do it. Did you find that scripture in Romans? Um, Praise God. What's that again? Uh, The goodness of God leads to repentance. One second, we'll just use our friend Google here. (laughs) I think it's Romans uh, around five or something like that, is it? Thank you, Lord. Talk amongst yourselves there, friends. <laughs> um, it is in Romans 2 4. 2 4. Praise God. Maybe we'll start there. So. Mm-hmm. Romans 2 4. Am I right? Yeah. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness? That's not it, is it, Rose? Oh, sorry, maybe not. Do you despise the riches of his goodness? Um, just one second. Two, three to four. The goodness of God leads to repentance. Praise God. And I have the NLT here. Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? So is it it verse 4 maybe and you're in that? Would I know her again too? Do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearing and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? Amen. Yeah, Praise and that's Lord. what we want to see is, is uh, you know, the days we're in right now, I believe that we are seeing the goodness of God. And, you know, sometimes people might be finding it hard and struggling and saying, look, I've been reading the Bible. I've been trying my best, you know, and all this. But, you know, there's timing in everything and God's timing is never late. And, uh, you know, we, we probably just want to say to you today, friend, to encourage you to stand your ground and to hold tough and you will see the goodness of God. Um, like David said in the Psalms, you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. And very often, you know, people are involved with things and we have got stuff coming with us, hanging off us from the past. <laughs> we all have our own issues. And, you know, the Lord deals with those things one thing at a time yes. um, and, and brings yeah. breakthrough and deliverance. And it doesn't come all of a sudden. I think we get... I suppose the Lord brings us from, how would I explain it now? He, 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 There's Lord, a process like? A process. Yeah. You don't get it all together. I mean, yeah. it took us a good few years, Rose. Yeah, it did, yeah. You know, we wanted to get out of the place we were living in. and uh, He brought us up to where we have the church now. And it was a struggle for mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. But I think he, he tested us yeah. as well. He, we put through the test to yeah. see where we stand. Yes. Because some people are looking for instant, like instant mesh. I want it now, yeah. but it doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> it definitely doesn't work that way. Well, no relationship does. If you no. think about it, if somebody, you know, some 
guy and girl link up and meet up with each other there's a process of getting to know each yes. other and of of you know that's um right. of developing that relationship and, and and that's the same with god yeah we have to develop a, a relationship with him uh, get into his word and see what are his promises for us and stand on it uh-huh. we have to stand then yeah because at times it's very easy to fall down if you see things are not working for you you can fall down but he says in scripture he says having done all stand mm-hmm. in Ephesians 6 mm-hmm. stand he says and stand firm and like that's something so true there that I think it, you know God is looking for faithful people yes and not fly by nights and you have been through many many things down through the years yes. and you know for people who are in difficult circumstances it can be a very lonely place it sure can it can because when you are standing out, especially in a small area, when you stand out for the word of God, you have plenty of opposition, mm-hmm. especially religious opposition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where we're put through the test, and to know will we, if from family, mm-hmm. you get it as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what the scripture says in uh, Matthew or Mark four, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that's right. Jesus. Yeah. Even in your own household, that's like. right. Jesus. And uh, you know those, like I suppose, pe- you you have opposition. It's it's the enemy using people, uh, maybe or using circumstances to try and block you or hinder you. Yes. And yes. and even fiery darts or or whatever you know, <laughs> bitter words or, or or those kind of things. So that's why it's you. That's one of your first lessons was on spiritual warfare. It sure was. <laughs> we definitely needed it at that time because we hadn't at Lou. What was happening but when we got spiritual warfare my it was just like manna from heaven uh-huh. maybe was, would you give that testimony of that time um i'm not sure whether i gave it before in the podcast without mentioning names now or anything like that but there was a, a time where you were building on a room that right. you needed a sitting room anyway right. because people used to come to your house for prayer right. uh, it started as a house church really yes. and it wasn't that you had anything uh, special about yourselves it was that you had the word of god yes. so you yes. had an answer for people strong people amen yeah. yeah and so pastor joe decided to build on a room yeah. that would uh, double as a sitting room for you yes. and because the group who was coming to your house for and prayer meetings was getting bigger, getting bigger yeah. you needed a bigger room yeah and uh, he decided we'd build this room, but it could be used anyway as a sitting room. But anyway, that room was for 12 months stalled. Mm-hmm. And he prayed and prayed and prayed. Next he had so thing, much work done to yes, it. Like, uh, we had the roof up. We had no windows in. Uh, the, the walls were up, the roof was up. And then one day we had a, that course in spiritual warfare. He just went in and there was 27 hours of it. He just pulled one out. And he put it on, and there was just a piece of it uh, on, and testimony. his a testimony. And he said, "This guy, he was a pastor as well. They were inside their sitting room. He says and everything was going against them, and they knew where it was coming from from a, a group down the road from them, and they were approached anyway. And they said, yeah, that they felt that they were wanted in the area. So Joe said, I wonder could that be happening here? So we prayed. Mm-hmm. We a group of us prayed." And the following morning... Well, that night, uh, when Joe prayed that day, the Lord gave him um, 
a word of knowledge that's that, right, yes. that there was maybe a few people who had gathered together right. in agreement their, against their, you. And he got their names as well. Yeah, and he, saw, he, saw, he saw that the Lord showed him kind of a vision of, of a few people gathering together in agreement in opposition to what was uh, Joe's plan, which was to build the prayer room mm-hmm. onto the church. And uh, their words had actually blocked, pre- blocked and prevented that builder from finishing that room. But what happened the next but before morning? That, before that, this guy came to him who was a Christian and he said that he was after being in another person's house and they said to him, if God was in that room, it would be finished long ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so and now that's not to be picking out anybody, but it's just that this is something very real, friend, is that it may be coming against you and your family. is yes. fiery darts. Yes. Words that have been spoken in agreement. You see, there's agreement to the positive and there's agreement to the negative. And when we pray in agreement with somebody, and like Breda said, when people ring her for prayer and different things, you know, she'll pray with them in agreement for God's word, um, you know, uh, standing on his word for healing or whatever. But you can also have where people are in opposition, where the enemy has put thoughts into their mind or filled them with jealousy or, or mm-hmm. whatever, the you know, offense or unforgiveness or whatever, hypocrisy. And those people can be meeting up and, and chatting and talking. And what's released is what Ephesians 6 calls fiery darts. You know, and uh, that's what we've been talking about in, in Ephesians 6, you know, that our battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against the powers and principalities of darkness, you know, and we need the shield of faith with which to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So there's there's agreement in the positive and there's agreement in the negative. And that's what Pastor Joe discerned when he prayed that night was the Lord showed him very clearly that there was certain people who were not happy that he was, uh, you know, expanding for the word of God. Uh, it wasn't for himself. He was doing yeah, it anyway, you know. Sure. I mean, it could have been much more comfortable for you to have your home course, private yeah. for yourselves, yeah. besides every yeah. <laughs> Tom, Dick and Harry calling for yeah. prayer. But ye opened your home because there was nowhere for people to go to be healed. And these people then got into agreement against what God was doing there and said if God was in that it would it would be finished long ago yes. but actually their words and their agreement had it, affected yeah. it yeah. yeah so you prayed that night we prayed that night and we broke every conspiracy everything that was coming against us Amen. every uh, evil words that were coming from behind closed doors we break that power in Jesus name we broke that power in Jesus name and the next morning at nine o'clock that builder knocked at our door mm-hmm. and he said he would come to the bridge down there mm-hmm. and he could not pass it mm-hmm. there was something blocking him yeah he i think when joe opened the door he he said he was apologizing, I, he was apologizing to him saying i'm so embarrassed yeah. uh, would you ever forgive me yeah. you know but he said i attempted to come up to finish this job so many times but something blocked me whether you believe me or not he said to joe and joe said i believe you i know exactly what yeah. it was and, and within one week that was Sunday morning. He started Monday and that place was finished on Friday. Yeah. Within one week, there was a turnaround. So what we're seeing here, friend, and, you know, I know this is a conversation, but listen, it's it's every one of us has this where there are situations that have been blocked or have been, you know, 
things that haven't worked out for you. It may be that there is, you know, um, agreements behind closed doors, opposition coming from the enemy that need to be broken, words that need to be broken, perhaps even words that were spoken over you as a child or over your family, you know, that crowd there, this or there, that. You know, people are very... Um, People are very quick to, to curse and condemn people um, and not even realize, you know, that there are power in there's power in those power words. words yeah. Like we, we read in, in Proverbs chapter 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue and those who eat it will those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So we with the words that we speak. And we have to be very careful as Christians because Jesus said, you know, by your love for one another, this is how people will know you're my disciples. And, you know, these other people who were speaking at the time, they were actually Christians. They were people who studied the Bible. And, you know, this is frightening because we, we must have a fear of God. And uh, where, where the enemy uses um, brothers and sisters to oppose each other, um, it's it's very dangerous, like and like Breda said, that job was finished in in five days. Yeah. Something that had been held up for a whole year. That room was completely finished, and they, you know, they they were able to have prayer meetings in there then, and and uh, the, the church just expanded as more yeah, people first, came. The first meeting we had in that room, first prayer meeting, there was forty people turned up. Praise God! Yeah, <laughs> forty. Forty so, people, yeah. Back and back. Yeah, to hear good yeah. news. You have a scripture. Just a scripture there to continue on about the power of the tongue. In, it's in Matthew 12, 36. Mm -hmm. But I say to you that for every idle, idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by our words we will be justified and by our words we will be condemned. Amen. Matthew yeah. 12, 36. Mm -hmm. 637. Amen. And maybe will you just read Proverbs there, 21 as well, oh, yeah. just reread that. So every idle word. And, you know, uh, the thing is, friend, you know, we can point the finger and say, oh, this one and that one and whatever. But we also need to check ourselves for idle words that we've spoken, uh, even negative words we've spoken over our lives. You know, oh, I'm I'm useless. I can never do that. I, I'm no good at that. Or or she'll never she'll never be able to do that. You know, we speak it even over our children. Uh, she'll never be able to do that like she's hopeless altogether. We need to repent and ask God's forgiveness for idle words that we have spoken and, and bring Break the ones that have been spoken against us. Amen. In Proverbs 18, 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. Amen. And you have to reference that again. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and that's the same, yeah, Matthew. Yeah. Death and life are in the power of our tongue. So you saw you saw life coming forth yes. from the word of God being, yes. being spoken yes. and being used every day in your life. Yes. And you're seeing that now even as you minister to people. Yes. We continued there and from, the, from that on. We did use it as a prayer room. And my Lord really used it. Yeah. I said, praise God. Yeah. How many people got saved and, and oh, healed? Hundreds of people got and saved. And delivered. Like, out there. Yeah. And healed and delivered. Praise God. And it's going on today. Amen. See, the enemy thought he had a plan, and, but he didn't succeed. Amen. He God's succeed, plan prevailed. See, God's plan prevailed. Yeah. But as well as that, we got the knowledge to, to break the power of the enemy. Absolutely. Yeah. We broke it. Because like it's amazing that that teaching you got that Joe got that day when he, he prayed and he asked God, he said, God, 
when he heard that that man's word saying that if God was in that building, it would have been finished long ago. He, he, I remember him telling me he went out the back and he said, God, I repent for starting this building if it is not of you. But if it is, he said, would you please show me why it hasn't been finished? And he, he went inside and he, he had been given this uh, Bible school um load of videos as Breda said and he reached in his hand and pulled out one and you know very often the Lord will do that won't he he will he'll cause you to open on a particular scripture or he'll have you know somebody speak a word to you exactly what you need in that in that moment that's called a word in season and uh, he when he turned on that video this was back in 1986 or seven now like seven wasn't it but when he turned on that video the pastor who was teaching that Bible school that day had a, a scenario exactly the same as what Joe was, you know, and that wasn't a coincidence. There is no such things as coincidences in the in the kingdom of God, friend. And it's no different for you. And, you know, it doesn't matter what the circumstances or the situation is. God wants to answer you. He wants to communicate with you and he wants to, to bring deliverance for you as well. Amen. Praise God. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let's just read it there, love. Jeremiah prays for deliverance. Oh, yeah. Just read it. Praise God. Read it away, yeah. yeah. It's in Jeremiah 17, verse, we'll say 14. Mm-hmm. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Save me, and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. Indeed, they say to me, Where is the word of the Lord? Let it come now. As for me, I have not hurried away from being a shepherd who follows you, nor have I desired the woeful day. You know what came out of my lips. It was right there before you. Amen. Now, actually, that's maybe confirmation, really, of what we did. Yes, yeah. You you didn't hurry away. Oh, no, we didn't turn away. <laughs> you did not. Yeah, you praise you God. praise God. And and like you know, it says in um, it's in Matthew, isn't it? I think I think it's sixteen or else it's eighteen. But it says the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. And that time, as you said, the enemy thought that he was stalling this whole thing, yeah. and and that he could turn it around. It's no different to what he did when. They crucified Jesus. He thought that by putting Jesus up in that cross, that the whole thing was finished. And actually, what it was was the beginning. (laughs) Hallelujah. Um, So the gates of hell will not prevail against you, friend. Um, I think it's Matthew 16. Yeah, isn't it? 16, 19. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Look, Matthew 16, 18. I say, I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Amen. And I will give to you the kingdoms of, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Amen. Praise God. And that's what we did. We yeah. just and the enemy. And Joe, that day, when he prayed that day, yes. the Lord gave him the key because he went in and got the answer, you know, from yes. this other pastor. Yes. And that key opened the door. Oh, yes. So that, and I think as far as I remember, it was like half 11 at night when he prayed that, that Saturday night. And 9 a.m. the next yes. morning, the builder's knocking That's on the right. door saying, can you please forgive That's me? So you know, so when the Lord gives you a key friend, you know, the, the, he, he, he will bring things to the surface things that have 
where the enemy has used to, to keep you bound, to keep you prisoner, to keep you captive, you know, strongholds he's built up, whatever, fear, whatever. And you see, somebody can be battling something and say, well, I'm battling fear and, and I'm afraid of this and I'm afraid of that. But they think it's just some kind of, you know, a general type spirit. But very often what it is, is that that fear came in at some point long ago. And, you know, when you pray, the Lord would open your eyes and say, oh, hang on, I remember that day when, you know, this thing happened, this massive trauma, you know, maybe when you were a child, maybe you were in a car accident or maybe something happened and that a spirit of fear came in. So that's what the key is, is, is to go to the root and find out where that thing gained access to your life, you know. Yeah. You have another scripture, Breach? Second Timothy 1, 7, both be Praise God, yeah. 2 Timothy 1.7. Yeah. What do I know? In verse um, 2 Timothy 1.6, the start of 6. Uh-huh. Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you, through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Amen. And praise God for that. Hallelujah. What a promise that is, you know, yeah. to have a sound mind. Because right now, what we're seeing, even today I was down in the shop and, you know, I just saw um, a man and a woman and, and, like, the man was just really being, I thought, quite abusive to her. He was She was obviously his wife or partner. And... I just said, you know, God, people are not even in their sound minds. You no, know, they're they're actually yeah. off their trolleys, a lot yeah, of them, yeah. because there's no stability, yeah. because they don't have the word of God to yeah. keep them stable. Yeah. And it, it's it's like, it's heartbreaking when you're watching it, because you say, you know... You see, what's wrong with them? They have no hope for the future, mm-hmm. because they're looking at circumstances around them. Right. And what What's did you happening? always say? <laughs> <Yeah>. Circumstances. <laughs> subject to change. <laughs> circumstances are subject to change. So even no matter what circumstances you're in today, friend, listen, those circumstances can change and everything can change. Yeah. In the blink of an eye, in 24 hours, yeah. in, a, you know, in a year's time, you can look back and say, my God, look where I was and look where I am now. Yes. You know, and everything can change. And that's probably what you're saying too, Breed, is what yes. happened for ye. That's right. Circumstances just always sit. It was a great saying of his circumstances are subject to change, Brita. <laughs> I, I was I hadn't as much faith probably as him. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, because when you're when you're in the middle of it it can be horrible. <laughs> eventually I suppose I got it listening to him. Praise Amen. the Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Uh, but Amen. I said just the word really that really I suppose mm-hmm. freed us out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word of God. Is spirit and truth. Amen. And those will have to people, people will have to stand up and listen to God's word. Yeah. If they want healing or deliverance and mm-hmm. to be set free, mm-hmm. that's the only answer for people today. Mm-hmm. Trust God and, yeah. and obey His word. Yeah. 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 And what about um? Have you had you any other scripture on your heart there? I was just thinking of Psalm sixty four as yeah, a favorite of yours. Thinking of Alicorro, yeah, it's a favorite of yours. Yeah, Psalm sixty four. This is a mighty psalm to know for spiritual warfare, you know, because it, it, the Lord lays it out very clearly here. Uh, how... We'll read out Psalm 64. Hear my voice, O God, in my meditation. 
Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret plots of the wicked, from the rebellion of workers of iniquity, who sharpened their tongue like a sword, bent their bows to shoot their arrows. Bitter words, that's what we've seen. Mm-hmm. They, shall be, they shall shoot in secret the blameless. Suddenly they shoot at him and do not fear. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They talk of laying snares secretly. They say, who will see them? They devise iniquities. We have perfected a shrewd scheme. Both inward thought and the heart of man are deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly they shall be wounded. So he will make them stumble over their own tongue. All who see them shall flee away. All men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. They shall wisely consider his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him. And all the upright shall glory. Amen. Praise Thank God. Lord. That's a mighty promise. Praise God. And, and you know, that's the truth. That is what happens is, is that people say, who will see it anyway? We can, you know, but God sees everything. And uh, very often things that are done under cover of darkness. That's another great scripture to pray out. Lord, expose every work of darkness, everything yes. that's been going on, you know, because very often, friend, there can be uh, attacks coming against you in the spirit, attacks of jealousy or of you know, rejection or whatever the enemy has been using to try and beat you down and break you. But greater is he living in you than he that's Amen. in the world. That's what First John says. So, First John 4, 4. Yeah. Um, Luke 10, 19. Mm-hmm. Luke 10. 10, 19. I don't know. He says, and he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. But he says, behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, but that the spirits are subject to you. But rejoice, while rejoice, your names are written in heaven. You will have to go over that again, Ross. Amen. No, that's perfect, yeah. And and like... That's that's the truth is that we've yeah. been given the authority, yeah. we've been given the keys, yes. and what we need to do is put those keys to use yeah, and sure. that authority. With the power of our tongue. With the power of our tongue. Yeah. Now you've sold it all up there perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. You see, what comes out of us, yeah. either life or death. Amen. Blessing or cursing, whichever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what does the Lord say back in Deuteronomy? Mm-hmm. He says, what do you tell us to do? Deuteronomy 30, or yes. where is it you're thinking of? Is it 32? Choose life. I don't know. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to be the command. Is it Deuteronomy 30? Today I'm giving you a choice. Is it 30? Maybe it is. Yeah, he says, I said before you today. Yeah. Deuteronomy 30 versus, um, uh, what's that, 15, I think. Verse 11, is it now? Oh, yeah, go on, yeah, 11. For this commandment, which I command you today, is not mysterious, too mysterious for you, nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us to bring it down, that we may hear it and do it, nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. But the word is near you, in your mouth, in your heart, that you may do it. He said today then in, in verse 15, See, I set before you today life and good, 
this and evil. In that I command you today to love the Lord your God, walk in his ways, keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land. Um, down in 19, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Amen. That your, you and your descendants may live. Yes. That's in Deuteronomy 30. And and there again, you see the thing with the Lord is is He's a God of legacy, and it's not just you that your actions will affect, friend. It's your children and your children's children. It's your descendants will be blessed because of you standing on the Word of God. And you know they may be far away from the Lord. They may look like that they're you know many people I know are are stressed and worried about their children. You know, at different times there can be. Uh, situations going on but look you can pray over the lord pray over their lives father i thank you that as for me and my house we will serve the lord you promised me lord that me and my household shall be saved and i thank you father you promised that uh, children are a heritage from you and lord i proclaim that my heritage is blessed and uh, you know again like we said circumstances are subject to change and uh, for a testimony on that, I encourage you to look up uh, Jim Simbala, C-Y-M-B-A-L-A. He's the pastor of Brooklyn Tabernacle in New York City. And if you ever get a chance to read his book, it's called Fresh, Win- uh, Fresh Fire, I think it's called. Anyway, it's his first book. It was his the testimony of... of uh, how he happened to come to be a pastor at Brooklyn Tabernacle. But he and his wife went through years of torment with their eldest daughter, went away from the Lord. She went down a really bad road of, of just um, drugs and, and all kinds of stuff, you know, and they were they were in utter torment about her life. And um, But the Lord really had them stand and, and had people stand with them and encourage them and his wife, Carol, actually wrote the song, He's Been Faithful. If you want to look up a, a worship song on Google, I encourage you to hear that and listen to the words of it. And she said, you know, at times when I could not pray, yet God was faithful to me. And so, you know, the word of God is not just for you. It's for all of your family, all of your household to be blessed because of it. Amen. Amen. Praise yeah. God. And where are you now, Breeden? In, in, in Romans again. Romans. Romans 8. Mm-hmm. Uh, what then shall we say? 8.31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Praise God. Amen. We stand on that word today. God yes. is for us. And then down in verse 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution our famine, our nakedness, our peril, our sword, as it is written. For your sake we are killed all day. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yes, down in 37. In all these things we are more than conquerors to him who, still, who loved us. I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Praise Praise God. God. And you know, friend, if you can uh, just even take this one thing, that uh, 
as you have trusted in the Lord Jesus for your salvation, right? You know, there you read it. What can separate us from the love of God? If you knew you could never fail, if God is for you, who can be against you? You know, it, it, when he's with you, there is nothing can come against you. Like like it, it, he told um, Moses, you know, I, or Joshua, sorry, as I was with Moses and you had that scripture there a few weeks ago, Brida, I will be with you. No one will be able to stand you against you all the days of your life. If you knew you couldn't fail, how differently would you live your life, friend? Would you live your life in total uh, the way maybe living in fear or living in, in bondage to whatever it is that's going on in your life? Or would you live differently? Because I tell you, if you knew you couldn't fail, you would live differently. And you would be, you know, <laughs> you would stand up straight and go out and 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 uh, live with joy and, and with uh, peace in every situation. Because if God is for you, who can be against you? Greater is he living in you than he that is in the world. And like Breda read already, you have been given the authority to trample on the snakes and scorpions. But if you don't know the word of God and if you are not doing it for yourself, open your Bible, you know, turn on some kind of a Bible app or the Bible gateway and, and listen to the Bible. But you need to be studying the word for yourself. Yes, that's the that's only place for deliverance. That's our only hope today. Amen. There's nothing else. Amen. Maybe Does nothing else have anything to offer. Yeah. And 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 that's what we've seen. And like maybe will we just go to Psalm twenty three, Breda? Because uh, like I think Psalm twenty three is a psalm of of c- complete and utter um, peace and contentment. And this is something that we were just saying there earlier, you know, that people probably have everything they need, but yet we see that they're not content. Isn't that the truth? But this Psalm 23, and as Breda reads it here, I pray that the, the Lord would really release the anointing on you, friend, to know that with God covering you, you are in a place of complete peace and nothing that the enemy can do or come against you with can, can operate uh, in, with any success in your life because God is for you. Yes, and who can be against you? Praise Amen. God. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, and, and, you know, that's what a way to... <laughs> To finish up, maybe, because uh, a lot of people think that psalm is all about death, but that psalm is all about life and a life of total contentment and utter peace. Praise God. And have you any other one, Breda, before you? I think you Proverbs there now. Yeah. I suppose maybe to start the Proverbs, Proverbs 3. Mm-hmm. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. Length of days and long life and peace. They will add to you. Amen. Praise oh, God. People are worried. You know, 
people are worried about getting sick or dying or whatever but you know the word of god has the answer for life and length of days is in the word of god and and he promised that in psalm 91 as well you know with long life he will satisfy you and show you his salvation so there's a satisfaction and a contentment and a peace that can only be found in the word of god and in relationship with him yeah have you another one will we just uh, yeah. the last one here now maybe in Proverbs 4, 20 mm-hmm. to 27. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth. Put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead, your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet. Let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Lord, we just release that word today into your kingdom, Father. Amen. And we just thank you. We thank you for Brida. And Father, we, we wish her a mighty, the mightiest, happiest birthday ever. Oh, in Jesus' name. It's only better you're getting. Oh, <laughs> and uh, will, you, will you just finish off with a prayer there, Breed, for the people yeah. listening here? Father, we thank you for this word today, Lord, and we believe that it's going to people's spirit in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, we surround that word with the precious blood of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that no weapon fashioned against any of us will prosper. We thank you, Lord, we are surrounded with your favor and your love as a shield. And we plead the blood of Jesus right around each one of us, right around our families, each person listening today in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for protection, peace, and tranquility for them in Jesus' name. We bind every fear of anxiety over them in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord Jesus. You did not give them a spirit of fear. You gave them a spirit of peace, power, love, joy, and a sound mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Friend, be blessed today. And we just pray uh, for healing uh, for every area of your life. Uh, We release the the anointing. We agree together now. For Lord, you promised that you always confirm your word with signs Signs following. following. And we just release the anointing for healing now to flow. Father God, for even limbs to be healed, for backs and necks to be healed. We command all pressure, all tension to go in Jesus' name. We just speak right now for relationships to be healed in the name of Jesus Uh, businesses and and, uh, finances Lord we release a blessing upon uh, all these people today Father that you will give them the keys to the kingdom of heaven Lord and no weapon fashioned against them like Breda said shall prosper in Jesus name by his stripes you have been healed Amen Amen. God bless you friend bye bye I speak this decree today over all our church members and everyone listening to this podcast. This decree is taken from Isaiah 43, verse 26. Put me in, in remembrance. Let us contend together. State your case that you may be acquitted. The decree. Lord, forgive us for wearying you with our sins and iniquities. Thank you, Father, that you do not remember our sins and iniquities. Lord, let us contend together. We put you in remembrance of your promises to forgive and restore us. 
Father, we state our case. Lord, may we contend together. Lord, that you may acquit us in your tender mercy and grace. We speak and declare this decree now today in Jesus' name. Amen. The Aaronic Blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace, his shalom. In Jesus' name, amen.